Liverpool get by, Arsenal fly high, and the Blues stutter out of the gates. Welcome to episode three of the Bend It Like Bentner podcast. We are now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. I'm joined by Joey. Hello. Tyler. What's up? And Cutter. Yo, yo. So, as you guys know, today we're going to be talking about last weekend's games and if we have enough time maybe going over um next weekend's game so i think we should start with arsenal fulham given that that was the first game on the agenda yeah i mean did anyone else wake up at 7 a.m or was it just me out of the four of us i did not fulham were horrible (laughs) they were garbage bro like they're there's been some bad teams I've seen in the Prem, but this Fulham team might be one of the worst I've ever seen. Did, Ars- did, their, did what? Did their striker have anything to do? Like, they started Kamara, right, at striker? Yeah, he did, did he do nothing, anything? Bro. He just, like, he'd get the ball, he'd come inside, and he just looked clumsy on the ball. He looked like, you know how, like, Moussa Dembele, like, moves on the ball? Like, it just looks super, yeah. super clumsy. He moves, uh-huh. like, down the ball, except he just lost it over and over again. Oh, okay. The only player I thought was decent... Uh, the full, both fullbacks played all right. Brian and Nadoy. Um, the midfield was kind of fluent. Onoma, Kearney, and Reed, but like they weren't really doing anything. It was just it was just dead. Like there was nothing being produced. It was just, just such a boring game. And then did anything happen when Mitrovic came on or no? Uh, he, I don't think he even touched the ball. Like genuinely, oh wow, absolutely nothing. Like when I tell you this game, it was so one-sided. Uh, it was just <laughs> casual position in the midfield from Fulham. They get to Arsenal's back line, just lose the ball over and over and over again. I will say, shout out Elneny. He was my man of the match. He played amazing. Adam, Damn, Elneny? He, oh, he's back in the fold? Yeah, dude. He he played so well. Like, on the ball, bro, he – I don't know what his passing percentage was. Let me go look that up because he was – he had 95% passing accuracy. Uh, <clears throat> He played so well. Uh, William and Lacazette uh, looked decent as well, but yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask about William because because last podcast I got kind of flamed for saying William was better than Pepe, and then he actually <laughs> did good. Well, he was just a, I mean, the issue was they're playing against Fulham, and Fulham looked like the worst yeah. I've ever seen in my life. So you don't put any stock in the game at all? Oh, I don't put any stock in the game. Like I, after watching that game, I could say Fulham not winning the game the entire season like they were that bad like, yeah. but it's but it's still good to dominate a bad team like you, you have to do what you oh, have to yeah, do yeah yeah i give them respect for that the fulham was horrible <laughs> i don't know i'm just not a fan of arsenal yeah he nearly got a hat trick of assist right he had a, his the only one that he didn't get assist on he shot and it deflected right to lacazette no yes pretty sure right Yes. Yeah, and yeah. he and he hit the post. Wow. I, I had to remind myself not not to be happy, bro. I was still in that Chelsea. Uh-huh. Match, right? and, and they were wearing, And they were wearing the blue jerseys. I had to remind myself. Yeah. I believe but, we should um, remind the viewers what the score was. Three <laughs> 0 Three 0 Tyler. Yeah, goals. For the, does Aubameyang have have a new contract yet? Did that yeah. get wrapped up? Yeah. Yes. Com- uh, confirmed today. To twenty twenty three. Yeah, GG bro, that strike was that goal was amazing, bro. He earned that contract. 
Yeah. Did, did um? 100%. I know. I know. Gabriel played. Did, did Saliba play too? Like, who, who was in the back? Because that's normally Arsenal's Achilles heel. Um, it was Holding, Gabriel, and Tierney. Tierney, I I'm not really big on Tierney. He was kind of for me like the worst player. I don't know, like a bunch of people have. Oh really? But every time I watch him play, he just he looks scared on the ball. He was like the one mm-hmm. weak point in that back in that back line. I, I like Maitland. I was played good. Bellerin played good. Holding and Gabriel were solid. But Tierney just looked shaky. I don't know if it's just me, but I was kind of like focusing watching him, and like every time he got the ball, he just looked nervous. Like he looked like he didn't know what to do on the ball. Um, I don't know. That wow. game, yeah. the last game I watched him play, like I don't, I'm just not super big on Tierney. Like he's very mm. solid defensively, but he just looks clumsy on the ball. Similar to someone else I want to talk to, talk about in a later game. But yeah, I, don't know. Um, I, I think Arsenal performed well enough. They deserved a win. Fulham was horrible. Okay. They're finishing bottom three, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> they were so garbage. They have the rest of the league to go up, bro. No, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> I tell on you. <laughs> Did, did, did you did you have him bottom? I had him bottom. I had him nineteenth. Wait, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I had them bottom. Fulham, I had them. Oh no, I had Fulham twentieth. Never mind. Yeah, I did have him bottom. <laughs> it's how I, 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 I think I had him nineteenth. Joey had Fulham fifteenth. I had fifteenth. I, I don't. Know. <laughs> I was so hyped when they won that champ, the championship <laughs> game, the playoff final. I was so hyped. That's why I gave him fifteen. No, uh, yeah, but again, it's championship. Yeah, I should have took that into account. Yeah, I think we should. I've heard from. I think we should move on to um to Crystal Palace Southampton. I only watched the highlights of this game. I fell asleep. Yeah, no, I I watched that game. Um, it it really wasn't the most entertaining. I came in for the second half, so I missed the first half and Palace's goal. Um, but when I came in for the second half, it was relatively an even game. It was going back and forth. Um, but Southampton never got any clear opportunities. As mm. for Palace, Palace actually got at least two, three, or four clear opportunities in that second half yes. um, until the very end. The highest possession out of any team this weekend, 71%. And they yeah. only produced five shots on target. Yeah. So they're just they, passing around the back. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> sounds they, like... they kept switching, going diagonal. <laughs> didn't work at the time. Uh, someone you would know, Wilfred Zaha scored. It was a pretty, yeah. nice, it was a pretty nice finish as well. Yeah, I thought I thought it was important for him to get started early, and obviously you can't get earlier than yeah. than the first game. And, and it was a pretty nice finish. Is an understatement. That was a, like that. That was harder than it looks because it was on the volley too. Mm-hmm. That was a really. He squeezed game. it in the near post. Yeah. How did uh Ebridge as he play in the like ten minutes he played? He didn't do much. He he had a good take on so. He he started playing. He came on for the left mid, and he destroyed Kyle Walker Peters at least twice. <laughs> destroyed, destroyed. <laughs> he he had Kyle. Uh, he had Walker Peters on the floor. I'm not even joking. <laughs> where they get uh, where they get Eze from? QPR championship. Do we know anything about him? Um. Yeah, he's solid. I, I mean, I've heard about him, but like, I mean, if you get on the rise. I mean, I don't I get think... championship games, so like, I've I've never. They watch him play a game. Actually, no, I think I played him. Watch him play an FA Cup game. But um, I've never seen him play before that game. But what I've heard and what I've seen on FIFA is that he's based out of the center. He's quick and can dribble. Yes, last um, season he had 14 goals, eight assists. Yeah. Okay. You guys want to move on to Liverpool Leeds? Ah, oh, game of the weekend right there. 
Yeah. I told you guys it would be the game of the weekend. Bro, I told you guys. I told you guys said Spurs Everton. I told you Leeds would be good, and you guys. I know, I know, I know. Crazy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know you look that. right for now. I look I look so good right now. I, look I, I so wanna good. I wanna talk about this game in depth because I actually I actually took some notes. You but took, um you but, wrote notes but, but, about it. I feel yeah. like you two are gonna go off for this game. I wrote Joey? notes on all the ones I watched. I'm always just here, Joey. Joey, did you miss it? <laughs> no, I watched, but I feel like you guys will have much better oh, takes than dude. I will, and will uh, want to. You guys, your oh, takes want to like. You guys want to talk about this game. Oh, dude, I do. First off, all right, take it away. Well, we're talking about Leeds. You want to talk about Liverpool first? Well, I, I would I just like to make a statement. What's After up? watching the game, I believe Leeds is the best team in the league. They just <laughs> got unlucky. So. They just got unlucky. I had the, they, they just they, got unlucky. I kind of think I. I wish they won. They deserved to win that game. They played so well, attacking wise. Uh, shout out to Klitsch, bro. What is his first name? Mateus Mateus Glitch, bro. That guy was incredible. <laughs> Him and um, Pablo Hernandez on the ball in the midfield, so well. She played amazing, and uh, that whole team they were they were so class. Like I was kind of shook at how good they actually played. Their attacking football was amazing, and I mean they had the one center back. Dude, he threw the game. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> Robin, Robin, Robin Koch. Robin Koch. Koch. Oh, like, his Koch, name isn't Koch anymore, but his name's Robin Koch from now on. Yeah. Like, uh, I, he played he played well, and then he just made he made two costly mistakes. But other than that, I think he yeah. had a decent game. He looked really – their whole back line looked really good on the ball, which is really surprising. I didn't expect them to be playing on the back with these. The other center back was really, really good. Struchk. Pronounce it yeah, I wanna um, I I wanna talk more about the about the backline in a second, but I think the biggest takeaway I had from that game, obviously, um, going in, we had the background of, of you were bigging them up on the first podcast, uh, and and you were obviously vindicated, but but also obviously with Leeds, the big thing is Marcelo Bielsa. So I wanted to see like like what's so special about the system. That's what everybody talks about, mm-hmm. and I definitely saw a, a special system. Because uh, you you, yeah. you you were talking about Hernandez and um Klitsch. and 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 Klitsch, but I'm gonna be honest, like I I wouldn't even focus on like in, individual players, like the way that the team played as a collective, it, it was it was both unique and it was like the amount of pressure that they were able <laughs> yeah, to apply so, on Liverpool was this, insane. This system is similar to something I've been wanting to watch Tottenham play for a while. For I, yeah. I love the four one four one, and like Man City plays it sometimes when they're trying to be more attacking. Oh, Pochettino is, is one of his uh yeah that's something Pochettino is one of his right. disciples yeah and I, I love when we play that formation it was so fluent like the four attacking it, it's pretty much a striker from just four attacking midfielders that are just cycling throughout so sometimes you see yeah. Costa I love attacking mid you'd see Harrison cutting up at striker you'd see them making runs everywhere mm-hmm. it's super super fluid and it creates for a bunch of amazing passing lanes due to the fact that they're all moving around at all times and I it, thought it's it's all about um I, I watched the video after, but but I was actually able to pick up on a lot of it in the game. Not not just rotation. The, the big thing is is applying pressure, sort of like how Guardiola's teams yeah. u- used to play. Well, not used to play. They still play like that. I was I was thinking of Barca. But obviously, City still plays like that. Yeah. Um, Klopp's teams Klopp press well. a lot too. Um, but but they, they there was just something like it, it wasn't just the press because because teams press and a lot of that actually comes from Bielsa, which is why. Guardiola says he's the best manager in the world um, is because he's influenced the modern game so much, particularly with pressing and, and, and also with um, 
with, with our hard teams trained nowadays, op opposition analysis as well. Mm -hmm. But but after they press, they get out so quick. I think that's the key to, to lead. They don't just press. As soon as they get the ball, they're attacking They're attacking you. so quick. Yeah. And they're, they're a very, very di direct team. And um, them play, you know what it really reminded me of? It reminded me of watching someone play FIFA. Just like how direct your play is in the, that game. Yeah. They play but the like, like FIFA that. 12. Oh, yeah, I know. It's just quick. They get the ball <laughs> up the field instantly. Like, it's just really and entertaining to watch. That's just why the game and is normally so back it's, and it's like a Yeah, and normally it's like an insult to say that a team is a, is a, is a long ball team, especially in England. But like I know they're not just a long ball team, but they use the long ball so effectively. They're, oh. they're not just bo booting it up like yeah, a relegation. The big thing about this formation to make it work is big on the pivot role in the middle. Uh, Calvin Phillips, yeah. his role is so important. Because with those yes. five in front of him pressing like crazy, there's, there's so many gaps that are left behind them. And his role is to make sure he clear he covers every single gap and make sure he's able to clean up any single ball that gets through that. And he plays doing amazing at that. He made a couple mistakes defensively. Or like missing a ball or, or stuff like that, but it's mostly because he was doing it so so much and running so much that the guy was just yeah. so tired. And the balls he was playing out of the back, like the Jack Harrison, right? The Jack Harrison goal, yeah, bro. That ball he played over the top. Oh my gosh! Pinpoint, beautiful. Pinpoint, bro. He put that it on a like, penny. That was like a <laughs> football pass, bro. <laughs> that was a right over his shoulder, right onto the left foot. Oh my! That was <laughs> Aaron Rodgers in the flesh. Oh, dude, it was. <laughs> And then he put Trent on skates, bro. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> he really did, bro. That was fun. That was fun. That was fun to watch. That was crazy. But but other than um that position, which is probably the most important, another thing I, I realized is that um they're fullbacks. They push high and they're very key to, to the oh, system yeah, as yeah. well. They... I really I really liked Ailing. He was playing really good. Yeah. Ailing bro, Ailing was coming up and he was like next to Jack Harrison at times. I, I thought Ailing was was like outstanding on both ends. Oh yeah, I thought he, he was amazing. He was probably the honestly best. he he could have been the best best player in the game, uh, even though he 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 didn't get a goal or assist. But he was he was he was class. He was a player. He was a player that I kept noticing. He he could have gotten assist because there was this one through ball that he played to Bamford and, and Bamford didn't um, finish it. I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah, it was the, it was but, the one um, Bamford uh, took it around the target to get one on the keeper. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other fullback, Dallas, actually did get an assist. Well, I don't know if it would count because that was on the one where Van Dyke um, where Van Dyke totally <laughs> muffed it. Yeah. <laughs> but both of their fullbacks, they don't only push high, they're, they're clearly capable of, of um, <clears throat> like, the key thing is that it, their midfield and their fullbacks are capable of playing pinpoint long balls. They're not just booting it up and, like, run. Like, they're playing it into space and 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 the forward players know um know how to make good runs and uh and they were, they were doing that all game. Mm -hmm. Another player that I was actually really surprised about, who probably won't get talked about very much, was Helder Costa. After like watching mm -hmm. the Wolves, I thought he was just a championship level player, but in yeah. this game he was influential as hell. He was mm -hmm. all over the place. Well, there was pressing or taking taking people on. Uh, getting wide for crosses to play across the box. He was doing everything in that game. He was playing amazing. Yeah. And obviously Jack Harrison as well. He was... Oh, yeah, Jack he Harrison. He was class. Bro. Th that goal was it, just... My bold tag take it here, bro. That man will score 15 goals. <laughs> like, he looked so good. And his finish was very very good as well. He just looked so confident that, on the ball. That whole move. That whole move. He, he, he went around Trent and Gomez like they weren't even there. Uh, 
I know. Like it was, it was so class, and he just looks. And, so and then you have Allison and Gold too. And yeah. then you have Allison and Gold too, and he beat him like nothing. No, I know, bro. Man, <laughs> yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the other team in this game. Who, yeah. Wait, but before before we get to Liverpool though, I I know I know we just heaped a lot of praise on Leeds, but we have to mention. Um, I I know not not all four goals. Like if you could see four goals. It, it, it's, it doesn't always mean the same thing, but I thought Leeds defensively were in shambles this game. I think Koch was like, in shambles. I literally, every I don't think goal, it was just Koch. So, well, two of the goals were him. One of the goals was a poor clearance. And what was the fourth goal? It was... Well, I, I wouldn't say the third goal. Fourth was, was a pen. The third wasn't just a poor clearance, though. On, on, on the third one, they... they, they they didn't have anyone marking Salah. Like you have to have someone in Salah yeah. at all times. He was wide open. There wasn't. Yeah, we'll give him that. And then the fourth goal him. was the fourth goal was um was just a stupid foul by Rodrigo in in yeah. the box. Yeah. Um. That's what it was. Is the Rodrigo. But but that happens because he just came on and and you you see that every now and then when an attacker just comes on and does something stupid. But uh, but not just it's not just the goals because the goals as we just pointed out were all they all, all had defensive all mistakes. Little mistakes that could have been fixed. Yeah. Like it wasn't the brilliance of Liverpool, even it, it was every it, it was good on Liverpool to to put them away because you have you have to put the chances away, especially yeah. that solid goal. In my but opinion, um, the two best goals of the game were probably from Leeds, the Jack Harrison goal and the and the goal from Klitsch. The build up play was just amazing. Like it would, was, oh no, yeah, no, no, that was my favorite one of the. No, game you have to sure. you have to have the solid volley in there. Was, that was, was that was pretty. <laughs> it was pretty, but yeah. it it came off of poor defending, is what I'm saying. The other two goals came off of just class attacking. I mean, yeah, like but I no, I appreciate that finish too much because you 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 even said it in the chat right after oh, like that, you, yeah, it couldn't so have been top more top ends. That was so. Top I, I'll give you. For me, that was that was the goal of the game. I'll give you Jack Harrison, but not the Klitsch one. Yeah, fine. Oh, over Salah. I really like the Klitsch goal though. I thought it was a really nice play. No, yeah, it was it was it was a nice goal. There there were some really good goals in this game, but um. But to to stand on on the defense, it wasn't just the goals. Like like yeah, yeah, having actually. conceding four on mistakes is bad <laughs> enough. But the amount of times um, we, we touched on the fact, actually, I don't think we did. They, they like to play out of the back and um and and utilize Phillips a lot going forward. Mm -hmm. But the amount of times that they gave away the ball to Liverpool in their defensive third, I didn't count them, but I, I wish I counted. But it, it was just over and over and over. Yeah, yeah. And I thought maybe maybe in the halftime team talk. Um, he he'd try and fix a bit of that, but um, but it kept happening. I mean, there was a time where um, it ended up being offside, but but the goalkeeper who who also had a howler on that Van Dyke goal, um, th there was a time where he passed the ball straight to Mane, but 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 um, yeah, like, like literally, remember straight to, to his foot. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and then he tried um, the keeper chip right. The. Yeah, where Firmino was offside and he, and he was running at him and, and he he yeah. like panicked and, and just played the ball on the right. floor straight to money. Yeah, <laughs> it was so stupid. Um, plus, I mean, the second goal too. How, how did I not bring that up before? Van, oh, Van Dyke. I didn't even really notice. You're the one that brought it up. Van Dyke had the ball. It couldn't have been more at the keeper, and he fell in the goal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he literally, he was just falling backwards. The keeper was questionable. He was yeah, he was questionable night. But um, him, him and you know the, are the most questionable players in that game. You know, you know they have, um, I'm pretty sure Struck had a couple of bad balls. I, I'm 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 not positive, but I'm pretty sure he had a he had a couple of uh 
bad balls too. We probably did. But I um, wasn't mostly watching the defenders passing out of the back as much. <laughs> yeah, um, but it, it was just it was it just glaring to me they though. Were, they were getting the ball with the field so quickly that like, I wasn't even really focusing on that. But it, but anytime they anytime they they were like anytime they didn't get it up quick enough, which is what they want to do, they they like panicked and they, and and it ended up um, in, in Liverpool's hands. Yeah, but uh, you know they have Kiko Casilla too. I did. See uh, that's that. their that's a that, that's their backup goalie. I don't know if he. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still there. He is. He I, is. I was. On the bench. How bad does he have to be to be to be on the bench to that guy? Like, <laughs> it's probably something to do with fitness. Maybe. Yeah, I'd assume he was yeah. starting, starting after this. But uh. Anyway, yeah, we we can talk about Liverpool. Um, but I, but I want to hear what 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 Joey has to say. I I just have one one statement. As the first game of the of the league, I feel like it's very difficult to go into a game against the last season's champions. I feel like that that's a big mentality part of the game of Leeds versus Liverpool. No, no, yeah, that's that's true. But yet, but yet we're all raving about them. Like, like everybody exactly. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they performed. They got three goals in the last season's champions in a game that they're probably stressing about thinking in their back of their minds even despite they probably saying oh, don't worry about it class. and they still came out that's exactly what i'm trying to say yeah no yeah i was massive respect tonight for doing that they were definitely the story of the weekend right oh definitely 100 yeah they put because I, I mean as much as i hate to say it like they looked like a solid top eight top seven side they did they did they had more possession than liverpool as well yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's so another thing that too. That dominates like, possession in every single game they play, so that's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah but look how possession worked for what was it? <laughs> Southampton. Southampton. Seventy three or seventy one percent. Literally. That, that's that's because they don't have Bielsa. But um. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, okay. So on to Liverpool, bro. Yeah. Joey. Um. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bro. But Liverpool. Yeah, Joey, do you still have a pulse? <laughs> yes, 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 I do. Um, Liverpool, they came out and it looked like, like, oh, we're champions, you know? Like, we're not going to try. We got this game. This team just came up from the second division. Um, they're not going to be anything to us. Um, and then right away, they're, they were pressing good, which led to that first penalty. Um, but defense the jack harrison goal came what two three minutes after that and they're yeah. like oh shit we gotta step it up and then they scored what, again Eight minutes they later. scored again <laughs> with, with the header um they're like oh okay and okay, we got the lead back and the back um, and the later <laughs> off the off what that the same the guys Dyke, was, the van dyke mistake who scored the goal yeah. um and then three minutes later <laughs> three minutes later they, they the ball comes down perfectly for Salah. And then after that, for a while, it's a bit of, of leads controlling possession. Liverpool still getting their shots away because, the, what, they had 20-some shots, right? Yeah. Um, or some, somewhere in the teens. And then that build-up play for a click's goal was nice. And then the game was back and forth in the sense of Liverpool getting shots while Le- Leeds controlled the game. Until the eighty second, eighty third, whenever the eighty eighth, even later, eighty eighth. Wow. Yeah. Where the, where the unfortunate penalty call came, yeah. and yeah. gave the gave the 
current champions of the game. Yeah, so <clears throat> they were gonna eat him alive. I think Henderson was the worst player of the entire game. Um, he played really the horrible. the twenty nineteen twenty oh, twenty player of the season. Dude, it was horrendous. <laughs> I mean, it won't show in the stats what he was causing, but he was getting outplayed by Phillips and playing the exact same role. So like the thing with Liverpool, they play a similar system, except it's a little more defensive. It's not like four attacking midfielders. They have two like center mids and like three pretty much attacking midfielders. It's almost what you'd call Mane, Sadla, and Firmino. And Henderson plays the same role. He has to cover the gaps behind those midfielders, and he wasn't doing it at all. That's how they're getting eaten alive by Klitsch and Hernandez. He was letting them play around him over and over and over and over again. And mm. over and over again, you, you'd see 4v4s, the f- four lead attackers versus four Liverpool defenders because he'd just get caught behind. And they get behind him so easily. Like, he was horrendous. Like, I don't know. It's interesting It's interesting that you, that you say him playing bad doesn't show up in the stat sheet because when everyone says that he's, like, this extremely important player and great player, it doesn't show up in the stat sheet either. Like, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just not that good and isn't putting isn't putting up stats. Well, you think you can't show player positioning, yeah, and that kind of stuff in the stats is what I'm trying to say. Usually yeah. he does a good job of that, but he played he did not do it whatsoever today. And I told you guys that I thought Pereira was a better right back than Trent or close to it. And you call me crazy. This man cannot. No, this who calls you crazy, Johnny? Johnny? Yes, bro. I think Pereira is almost better. I don't than remember Trent. that. I I was saying that. I think that Digne and Pereira could both challenge Trent and Robertson for the best outside backs in their positions. And it's like, what? You're crazy. Blah, 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 blah. But watching Trent defend? Oh, did you did, did you listen to the podcast back? Yes. I'm, is, is that what you said? I, I could have sworn you said that. I, I, said I, I don't know. Whatever. Than Robertson as well. I, and you said you said Robertson you said was that. better than you said Robertson was better than Trent. I don't yeah, remember I Ricardo well. Pereira being brought I'm up. Pretty sure I think I said something about Pereira, but mm. I, I think you did. I, it was probably just the the fact that Ricardo is a better right back, where Trent's definitely a better attacker. Atta- like attacker. Yeah, he like in my ideal team, not, I'd rather have a, a Pereira than I'd Trent. Have Pereira than Trent. Like, I'm not gonna lie, you kind of swayed me on Robertson over Trent. Especially after like, watching that um, game. Yeah, after after watching the game, because like I'll, I'll 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 credit to Jack Harrison, but Trent got eaten alive. Like he literally <laughs> he, he literally got eaten yeah. for breakfast and spat like, out. Of course. It like, shows it when you know they want to solidify their defense. So at, at the end of the game, mm-hmm. they didn't take out Robertson. They took out Trent and brought in Matip because they knew he was he is the defensive liability in that team. They moved Joe Gomez outside and brought Matip in. Yeah. Plus, the thing is, honestly, it's it's actually a, a really good take that you have because um, Trent is kind of universally um, recognized, at least that's what I think. He's kind of universally recognized as the best fullback on that team because, but how, how much better is he attacking-wise than Robertson? Like, it's not it's not even that much. He, he had one much. more, he had one more assist than Robertson last year. They, they both have an amazing cross. And, and yeah, Robertson is, is much well, better on defense. So. I'll, I'll... I think Trent gets up more is because I feel like Salah comes in more than Mane does. So Robertson is stuck staying back more because he want to get one. He's better defensively. Mm. So usually, um, if you're rotating, if you're rotating, which fullback goes up, or you have a CDM plugging the hole, usually they would have Trent going up just because Robertson is more sound, better uh, defensively. So he'd be the one that stays back more. But I guarantee if they played through the left side and Mane came in more, 
Robinson would have just as many assists or more than Trent does. But they play the right side all the time. Also, um, Trent takes the free kick. Uh, yeah, I was about to bring that probably up. Probably has a bit more gold. Which, exactly. So, and that and just brings his name up more and more. Yeah, how many headers did Van Dyke have last year? Three or four? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if it was all headers, but he had five goals. He had five goals. So yeah. I'd assume minimum three of those were assisted by Trent. Maybe, maybe, maybe um, four or five. But uh, we're not going to be able to find the stat for that. Yeah, really, the way I looked back, CBA going through all thirty-eight games. Yeah, no, not, not right now. <laughs> yeah. But, but but yeah, you you um you 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 swayed me on that. Um, I, actually, we, we we could find that stat because I I saw something on. Well, well, that doesn't matter. I'll, I'll find it later. But um, <laughs> but to to go back to the first goal, Trent got eaten alive, and then Joe Gomez was out of position in the first place. So that, that was another issue. Um, I, I heard somebody say Van Dyke was at fault somehow for that goal which which isn't true because because gomez was the one that had to deal with it but um and then on the but on the second goal we, we saw something that's that's more like we would be less shocked if we saw a dinosaur walking in the street which was <laughs> just a complete howler from van dyke yeah who knows what like, he was what? thinking can, can, can anybody explain that like, i don't even know what he was trying to do it looked like he was trying to control it at his at his feet i i feel like he might have been trying to pass it out wide to rob Robertson, but it just play, what didn't go thinking, well. <laughs> who, who does he think he is? Um, <laughs> another well, point. <laughs> another point I have on um Rob or the the idea that Trent is better than Robinson or Robertson is because he may one it may be because he's younger, but two it, he's also English. English? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, you read yeah. my mind. um i feel like that has such a big effect on it imagine if if um Pereira was brazilian or um who else is there dignit french i mean i guess you have that but if Pereira was brazilian or Pereira was another one fighting for that english right back well you have have another thing too you have another thing just the fact that you play for liverpool and 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 the players Mm -hmm. that you're playing with that that contributes to your assist as well yeah um, you're right Dinier, Dinier had um Dinier had either six or seven assists last year uh, i mean obviously we, we can't know this but and, and we'll get to Dinier when we reach the everton game but um yeah. what uh, i mean if you swap Dinier and and, and robertson do, do you think they still get the same amount of assists their their numbers might might completely swap i think Dinier i think seven. something like that would happen yeah, yeah, I think yeah, but you see what I'm saying? Like, Dinia might end up with 12 if he's on Liverpool. So yeah, I think he's yeah. up there. He's really a good left back. I love watching him play. And oh, that free kick he took for the goal. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. gosh! <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that game. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, and then and then the lastly the the third goal for Liverpool um that they conceded that that one wasn't that one wasn't like completely off an individual error because that had more to do with, with great play from great build-up play from Leeds. Um, it came from Helder Costa who, played, who, made, who made a good run at the last second. But at least to my eye, it looked like Curtis Jones should have been tracking him and, and he, he was basically just like ball watching. Him and Fabinho were ball watching, but Curtis Jones Curtis was the, Jones came on and I was the closest well, I guy. Quite horrible. That, that's interesting because uh, one of the commentators said that he... I don't know if it was the commentators or the 
or the post-match crew, but one of them said like how great he was playing. <laughs> and I, I thought the same thing. I thought he was playing bad. Yeah, it came on for Anderson, and I feel like he did the exact same thing as him. He did absolutely nothing. What position does is he like known for? Virtue is just like a center mid or attacking mid. Okay. Mm. I thought he was but a winger for some reason. Yeah, well, I think he's like an attacking mid, but he can shuffle all along <clears throat> the three attacking spots. Yeah, we we didn't touch on any positives for Liverpool though. And there definitely were a lot of positives because at the end of the day, they won the game. They scored four goals. Um, I know I know it was Leeds errors, but like I said earlier, Salah had to put away his two penalties. Salah had that um that great finish. Um, like really, just a spectacular finish. Like that could be, uh, maybe not goal of the, maybe not in in like top twenty goal of the season, but like it, it's uh, it's the up there. That was very very good. Yeah, yeah. Really well as well. Yeah, and um, Monty didn't get anything to show. He didn't have a goal or assist, but I thought Monty was probably he probably looked the best in that game for me. Liverpool in general didn't actually play that bad. Like everyone was dogging on Liverpool, and 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 rightfully so in terms of the def- individual defensive errors. But but in general, like Liverpool, to me, were a little bit off the pace from from how good they normally are. But but they still played like a very very good team that's capable of getting you goals 100 percent. yeah they they put up so many shots like it's what they do yeah but exactly. the best teams also have the best defenses but they were going against a, a well coached and attacking side in leads yeah um who are they playing are they playing chelsea this weekend Liverpool, yeah, Liverpool's playing Chelsea. Okay, we'll see how they fare against that new attack at Chelsea. Place, Fulham. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie, I might, I might actually watch that game because normally I, would... I want to watch Leeds. Yeah, normally I wouldn't. Um, I, I normally don't watch like those lower teams, but Leeds don't look like a lower team. Like they, Leeds are just so intriguing to me now. Like I watch, I, I watched like like four YouTube videos about Bielsa after, and which, by the way. In, in case you guys don't know, like Bielsa is a complete madman. Like the, he's just a weirdo. But <laughs> like that, that, that's part of his appeal, though. He's, he's like you, you know, like a lot of geniuses are crazy. Like that's one hundred percent him. The, the man said he literally wanted to kill himself one time because he lost six nil. Like holy shit! Yeah, that is interesting. And, and he, he he goes in. He, yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, he's, he's a decent manager. Uh, and, and he, he said it even more dramatic than that, but um, right. And he's big into opposition analysis too. Like, like he goes into job interviews with with tapes of 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 every team in the in the league. He's a, he's a special guy. <laughs> All right. So you guys want to talk about next game, West Ham Newcastle? Yeah. Well, well, just to wrap up though, j- just to wrap up. Even though b- both teams played well, and and that's why it was such a good game. I'm I'm actually scared for for Liverpool and Leeds cuz cuz with Leeds they I, they were terrible at the back like like they weren't just bad they were terrible and they, they well, have to fix that soon both of their center backs yeah. were their starting center backs were injured right mm, i think Koch is a uh, is is going to be a starter i think there was a there's a guy named White i don't remember his first name but last no, name they, White no they they sold White he's oh, not on the team anymore oh yeah. wow I, I i think he's on Brighton now and, and he's supposed oh, I, to be really good. I have a question about Leeds. Um, mm-hmm. Are they a team where, say, Phillips 
some uh, Manchester United, some big team, go and sign Phillips. Do you think they have their replacement right now, now set in stone, sort of like an, an Ajax? Or are they completely different than that? You think all, all their – it's just – through the system, I guess, through the manager. That's how the players are looking so good. Well, we don't get championship games in the U.S., so it's not like we could watch yeah. them last season and, like, say okay. that's the issue. I mean, Phillips okay. yeah. so we, we, we have, have to wait and see. see. He gets injured, but we'll just wait and see what happens. Yeah. All right. And then on the on the Liverpool front, um, I mean, I mean, it, it's obvious we, we, we talked about it enough, but – they, they didn't. They were a little bit off the pace. They didn't look their usual selves. We'll um, we'll have a lot more to say next week when they play Chelsea, and we'll learn a lot more about them. But um, so so let's move on to the final game that was on Saturday. Um, we don't have to talk too much about it, but it was it was Newcastle West Ham. Cutter, I know you have some stuff to say about that. Oh, Jeff Hendricks, amazing. Uh, I don't. I wasn't. Able, I wasn't able to watch the game. I was at work, but I think well, I watched you, some of that. You told game. me you watched that game. No, 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 well, I watched the highlights of it. Hmm. I wasn't able to watch the um, game, though. I, I watched like the twelve minute NBC highlights, so I pretty much watched the game, you know. Uh, I I was in and out of I was in and out of watching it while I was um doing something else, but but I I heard all the commentary and and what it seemed like was that West Ham were were back to like mid season West Ham last year when they were like hopeless and in the relegation zone and Newcastle. <laughs> looked like what we were talking about last episode what they could be look uh, newcastle were, were actually like pretty dominant o- over the whole game callum wilson got his first goal that's that's extremely good for that team because Huge. he's going to be important they, they need goals out of him jeff hendrick um, got a goal and an assist Je- jeff hendrick goal not a goal and assist. he got an assist and a banger yeah that oh, goal that goal was incredible yeah but um an animal yeah, we, we, we don't have to talk too much about this game because we didn't really watch it. Really you watch guys it. have anything else? About it. Yeah, no, I have yeah. nothing to say. I know I wa- at the beginning of the game, I think West Ham hit the crossfire post once or twice. Um, They had their chances, but when the second half came around, Newcastle t- took the game over. Yeah, th- so they were... Um, Bona had a shot on the post. Right, yeah. yeah, so impressive start for Newcastle and West Ham. They need to pick it up. Moving on to Sunday, we had... um. The, the first game on Sunday was Leicester-West Brom. That was a... Dude, I, mm-hmm. I wasn't awake for the first half. That second half, Leicester looked so good. Uh, the football. <laughs> wow. That was so... <clears throat> out of every game I watched this weekend, I think they looked the most dominant by far out of any team I watched. Really? More than Arsenal? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Uh, first half, they oh, were, wow. First half, they were eh. But second half, bro, like... <laughs> West Brom couldn't touch the ball. Like, they would just kick at the midfield. So, I refed a, uh, what's it called? I refed a, a U8 game last night. And mm-hmm. there was like, it was 14-0. And one team completed one pass the entire 40 minutes. 14-0? Yeah, 14-0. 14-0. <laughs> That's what this game looked like. Like, there's just one team just booting the ball and then losing it instantly. Damn. One team had the ball the entire time. Like, Leicester... <laughs> dominated the second half. Like it was incredible. your your boy your boy Timothy Castagna got on the score sheet. He did. Yeah. Oh, so my fancy team as well. Let's go, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't count though because we're starting this week. Right. Oh yeah, we should talk. We should talk, talk about how that how funny that draft is. Oh my god. <laughs> and then 
Lombardi had two I definitely, plays, I, but uh, I definitely had had the best team just for the record. Oh my god! I mean, you tried to you tried to trade off, or you tried to get De Bruyne from me. I declined that trade like a couple hours ago. Trade? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. I sent a trade with Sebastian too. Uh, Aubameyang for Salah. <laughs> oh, Who has Aubameyang? Sebastian. Oh wait, oh, wait. You're trading. Oh, oh no, no, I I have Aubameyang. I'm trying to get Salah from him because oh, yeah. that's that's a good trade, right? Because he's Arsenal fan. No. And, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I'd probably um, take Kane for that, you know. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we, we should probably move on because we, we don't have too much time. Uh, Vardy, Vardy got his two goals off the pens. Uh, not, not much to say about that. Thought, um, uh, Harvey Barnes and Bright looked incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you didn't talk cool. about West Brom. Uh, I don't care about West Brom. They didn't touch the ball. I, I watched the second <laughs> half. And the second half, I don't think they had completed a pass. Um, Who was worse, them or Fulham? Oh, they were worse. They got destroyed. Like, well. First half, supposedly they were West doing, Brom was worst. Supposedly they were doing stuff in the fir- in the second half or the first half. I mean, but I didn't watch it, so I can't really vouch for them. But second half, they didn't mm. touch the ball. Fulham at least had some possession. West Brom, yeah, they just. I mean, they're playing a five-four-one. They didn't really do anything. Only people that looked decent, uh, Robson Kanu had one shot, and it was from like forty yards off. I don't know why he shot it when it was like it was like a, it was like a two-v-two, and he just shot it for some reason. Yeah, um, and Pereira looked good on the ball, but his team sucks. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's not much he could have done. But S- S- Sebastian just sent a t- uh, yeah, I saw that. Sebastian just sent a timely text because we're gonna move on now to to Spurs versus Everton. But before we actually talk about the game, Fabrizio Romano just announced that Spurs are close to signing Gareth Bale. And before the before the podcast, I was told Cutter this. He announced the same, or he tweeted the same thing, saying uh, Sergio Reguilon bid has been made by Tottenham. The thirty million uh, euros that Madrid won, and it also includes that buyback option that Madrid won in the contract mm-hmm. or in the bid or whatever. So it looks it's, like it's he's coming first. Buyback though, so it's not too bad. Which is, I think, that's great. Yeah. Me. I don't know why United didn't want to add that to to the um, to their contract or to their team or whatever, but it's great for Spurs. Yeah. So Bale's agent Jonathan Barnett just confirmed the BBC. Gareth still loves Spurs. We are talking. It's where he wants to be. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> um, that so that's the huge. good news. That could be that's- huge. That that could be huge. But going back to what this podcast is about, let's get to the the sad times of Spurs fans right now in our <laughs> one, our one nil defeat to Everton this weekend. A game where I just realized my entire I'm... life. It was such a horrible game. Like, if anyone watched the Leeds Liverpool game, complete opposite happened. It was just teams making <laughs> sideways passes the entire time. I've never seen a game with more passes at midfield in my entire life. I wonder if on who scored. If I could see the st- the stats for possession by thirds, I, I just I just realized I'm joined by two Spurs fans. I didn't even notice. So you guys can can have a little uh, pity oh my party. God. Um, <laughs> as you check for that, I'll quickly just go through my thoughts of the game. Um, began the game. The game was boring. Um, no crazy shots on goal. We had one counter attack where. Um, Sun squared it to Delhi, and Delhi forced a good save out of Pickford. 
another attack in the first half where Harry Kane and Doherty linked up in a nice link up play where Pickford made another brilliant save. Um, um, but Everton had their chances too. Richarlison missed a huge chance. I don't know how. He, um, probably got to his head. Um, but neither of those teams deserve the three points. Um, Hamas, <laughs> let me tell you, looked very well. He could be a force to be reckoned with in the future of the Prem. Hmm. Um, That's interesting. I think he did well. Uh, what else do I have to say about that? Um, well, Tangy you say on. But one thing All right, let me talk. Before we get to Tottenham real quick, Everton, shout out to Alon, bro. He was insane. He was my man of the match. Mm. Him and Richarlison, they were crazy good. Alon literally, I don't know how many tackles he completed, but I mean, I can look that up real quick. But he just, he was everywhere. Like, he looked, uh, who was I talking about earlier? Um, I said couldn't pass the ball. Henderson. Uh, uh, no, it was Tierney. It was Tierney. He was like Tierney, except oh. better in the sense that he was winning every single tackle. Every time he got the ball, bro, like he just like kicked it. I don't know what he was doing. Like <laughs> it was kind of weird. <laughs> like when he won the ball back from someone, he kind of just kick it. I was like, okay, <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, but <laughs> he's doing something. But um, shout out that um. Yeah, he had four shout tackle, out that four across. tackles, one, seventeen duels, three clearances, two interceptions. Yeah, going to going to that Dignit cross. That was oh, I remember the commentator, Mr. Arlo White himself, was just what a glorious cross. And as he said <laughs> that, I knew it. I just knew that that oh, yeah, ball was going into the back of the net. Oh, this cross looks amazing! And then all of a sudden, he scored. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, nice, nice header too. Nice header too. Brilliant header. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but as a Spurs fan, my highlight with the match was my my boy Tangi Ndombele. He came in. Um, he looked relatively good. It looked like his first pass was our only forward pass of the game. And yeah, his first pass. He, and, and then he, like, just, and then he like dribbled like and three then, people. And then he had a spell where three passes in a row just didn't. Oh, he just, just failed. Yeah. But the most the happiest I've been in a while was seeing that guy sprint. I saw him sprint. And it made my day. I'm like, that means I think that means he's here to stay. And he's he's gonna I'm he will show who he is. Let me tell you, just give him a couple more weeks or maybe maybe a month or two. If he gets regular first team football, he's gonna be so good and will secure a big role in that French Euro twenty twenty one. The yeah. French team. So they, they, they started with, with Hoiberg and Wink, so both of you would Bro, would prefer Sissoko and, and Dombele, correct? I thought Hoiberg was okay. I thought Winks was horrible. I don't know what he was doing. I don't think Winks ever <laughs> made a pass that went forward the entire game. Like, Winks would just get the ball, turn around, and pass the ball to Adderworld over and over again. Like, I don't um, – didn't really understand what he was trying to do. Um, His who scored rating was horrible. It was like a 5.2. Yeah, no, the, the first half wasn't that good, but what I'm what I'm most disappointed about is that at halftime Jose made a switch. Was I was very happy with the switch, Delhi versus Soko. I love that switch. We changed to the four three three. Wait, let, but it helped. I wish but, Lamella came on. I don't know why Lamella didn't play because we had no creativity going forward, and he's kind of what Erickson. I mean, he's without Erickson, he's the next best option that we have. Yeah, or on the bright Los side, too. Yeah, Los Alto as well. But on the bright side, if you if if, you're, if creativity is what you're looking for, and it looks like Bale might be coming in, like yeah, that, that might be like perfect timing. 
Yeah. Put Bale in that Lucas spot, bro. Take Lucas, Lucas out of there. So... Bro, Joey, you finally see what I'm saying. Why Lucas just like gets lost in half the games he plays. Yeah, no, Lucas isn't the best player ever. I remember um, when everyone was going crazy. I was like, why is Lucas not starting? I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's because when Lucas, that's because when Lucas play, when he does play good, he plays really good. I'm not saying he should start because because he, he's Lucas inconsistent. Like but like, but I'm just saying, like people, like if you just look at like the highlights, you don't you don't notice all the different nuances. Mm -hmm. Like if you just look at Lucas highlights for Spurs, the man looks yeah. like God sometimes. Yeah. You're right. Um, but if I could ideally, I was thinking about it. And if the Spurs ever needed to go to a three in the back, I would, if, and if we don't get Regulone, I was thinking if we do get Bale, stick them in that left mid, left wing back spot, along with um, Sun, Kane, and maybe Deli, maybe LaCelso in that other third role. Doing that would be super crazy for us. That'd be nice. Nice. So um, you saying but, Bale at left wing back? I mean, to be yeah. fair, I mean, he used to be a left back. But yeah. um, would he make the move to Spurs to play left back? I don't know. No. Um, I, you you got to keep I it. Would like, uh, I would love us to play three in the back with Tanganga. Um, yes, yes. Dyer and Adderroad. I thought Adderroad played really, really good. I thought, mm -hmm. I thought he had some issues last season. But in this game, we looked pretty sound offensively. They weren't really creating chances other than the one uh, mistake by Davies. And yeah. Adderbord has lost a lot of pace. He's 31. True. Um, you can't really get on him for that. I'm um, going back to... But I really, um, really like a three... Like a three... Uh, I don't know. Three, four, one, two, something like that. Yeah. But when I was talking about the four, three, three, we never really got a chance to, to see it in action because... The foul came, I think, around the 55th minute, and as soon as um, as soon as Alderweireld fouled, I think, or Charleston or Calvert Lewin, they scored the goal. So, and right after that, we put in Bergwijn for for, um, for Winks, yeah. yeah. So that took we saw 10 minutes of the four through three, and I love that 10 minutes. Like I growing. Going into it more, I'd want to see more of that four-three-three with Hoybier in the back and the two midfielders outside of him, Tangi and LaSalle. Also, with Son and Kane up top and that right wing, we could hopefully reserve for Bale, Bergwijn, but we know with Jose, it's going to be Lucas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't. Know. Lucas did nothing in this game. He was he was lost. I mean, which is shown by the fact. That Tungi had a better match rating than the 14 minutes he played. Really? I love He's going to be so good. Mm -hmm. I have so much faith in that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I really like him as well. All uh, right, let's, uh, let's, let's talk about... Oh, do you have, do you have something else? Uh, I mean, I was going to talk about some other players. Like Doherty, I thought he looked really good for going forward. But we kept getting caught out behind him because of how far he was going and no one was covering for yeah, him. Yeah, he got, he got tired at the end, too. Because... So one thing I like about Sissoko and... I'm midfield too. Is he's he's smart enough to recognize Doherty going forward, and he always covers up behind him to make sure he doesn't get caught up from behind. And Hojberg wasn't doing that at all. That's another reason why Jose made that substitution to give Doherty yeah, the know. space to go forward and Sissoko the coverage. Because mm -hmm. Sissoko always knows to cover, and what was not happening at all, and that was getting us beat over and over again, which was yeah. really really frustrating. 
Washington. Um, constantly happen. That's why Johnny, should, you want to go? So good. But, yeah. yeah, Johnny, you want to go to Everton yeah. or you want to go to? Uh, oh, we didn't. We didn't even talk about Everton. I was gonna say the next game. Yeah, just quickly on Everton, and then we'll go to Wolves, Sheffield. Um, quickly on Everton, I have uh, Hamas looked well. Um, their system's starting to take shape under Ancelotti. Decorde looked good. He's more of a box to box with Allen more as the defensive. Um, Digny looked well as Cutter's going to probably ramble on about. Coleman <laughs> looked well, and then their center backs really had nothing much to do. Yeah, that's all I have. Much to do. I thought Andre Gomes. I, I, I didn't hear. Good. I didn't hear Gomes. Yeah, I was about to say. Shout my boy Andre Gomes. <laughs> you guys were talking trash about him, but he didn't play that bad. Um, I thought Richarlison and Alan, two of his players in the game. I thought Rodriguez, I mean, I don't feel like he didn't, really, he didn't have much to do. He didn't get the ball a lot, but when he did get the ball, he looked really good on it. Um, he was playing mm-hmm. really, really advanced, far on the right wing, and he'd cut in, and he had two close shots, one on target, one off target. Better but, than Kai Havertz. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I thought he was decent. I thought he played some really good. He played some great passes due to Richarlison, who kept choking. But Richarlison looked dangerous, so I'll give him that. But yeah, we okay. move on to the next game. Yeah, there were um, so there were two games on Monday. The first of which was Wolverhampton Wanderers versus Sheffield. I can and I'll go work. Um, Joe, were you on that? Yeah, I I'll go on that really quick. First okay. half, yeah. I missed. Um, but. What I've heard is that after the first seven minutes where they scored the first or maybe even two by that point, it wasn't even a game. But as I watched the second half, Sheffield actually looked pretty promising sometimes. Um, they have real have really good link-up play through Billy Sharp. Um, and if McBurney could get to some of the end, uh, to the end of some of the balls that he puts in the box for him, it, they'd look pretty good. But um, they couldn't really create much billy Sh- billy sharp was the only um bright spark in my opinion for that game mm-hmm. I, for sheffield. Sheffield, I feel like they struggle against teams that are better than them but their system works very well against uh worse teams so they're mm-hmm. always gonna be there to pick up points against the four Wolves and the west Broms. but i feel like they struggle against better teams just because they get outclassed yeah i also uh, I-, I also watched that game and i i, I disagree with you just a- just a little bit joey um you're right at what the turning point was. Wolves, absolutely. Um, those first two goals, that's when it was was kind of over and, and they just sat back. But where I disagree with you is I, I honestly didn't think that Sheffield was that promising. I, I thought uh-huh. that like, they had a lot of the ball. Just I, I felt that they just had a lot of the ball because of how Wolves were playing. And I, I never okay. at any time felt that they were going to score. I mean, they probably had like one chance. They- but... um. They had one chance. They had a really good play, but it yeah. didn't end up in the back of the net. But I like um, Billy Sharp. I'd probably just rate him from last season, too. John, I just yeah, wanted John to put Fleck. that out there, I guess. John Fleck, too. But, uh, but and also, Ollie McBurney could just get on the end of a cross. But, like, Ollie McBurney's not the greatest either. Like, he's, most of the time, he's not going to get on the end of that cross. <laughs> but um, most likely, <laughs> yeah. Although although they do they do have good um fullbacks Fletcher and and and, and Baldock they're they're decent. Um, but but shout, but shout out the Wolves. What a great start for them! Like to score two goals. I think it was in the first. It was definitely within the first five minutes. Um, Jimenez three and six. When when Wolves were were really trying, they um they they looked really good. Like Sheffield couldn't handle them at all. 
Jimenez looked great. He he had he he had the um the first goal and a nice volley, which which was assisted by by Podence. That was that was a good cross too. I, I thought Sheffield should have done better on the goal, but um, but but that's neither here nor there. Um, and, and then on the second goal, you had the the size finish, and, and then even after that, they almost got a third, if you remember, because um, what was it? Jimenez oh, had another volley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, and size hit the post too. Yeah. So so wolves when they were when they were trying to wolves look really good they look like they're set for a similar season to their last two hundred percent but um and where Sheffield we we gotta keep looking at Sheffield and and see if they can keep yeah performing. obviously from that game it didn't look like yeah, it but I've like seen, I said like even Sheffield last season just didn't get better I feel like they haven't really improved they kind of stayed with yeah the same system as before. Um, I feel like Wolves but we, we don't know if they got. We don't know if Sheffield got worse, worse or not. That that's what we need to. Yeah. That's what we need to look out for. But um, I, I I know you have to go soon. But but even if you, even if you go, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep talking. Um. We'll, yeah, you want to go to Chelsea? Move on to the, it's okay. Yeah, I have a little bit. I can take a little bit more time. We can go to like you okay know, forty. Okay, the last um game game of the weekend was Chelsea Brighton, <laughs> and uh, you you guys can start. Obviously, I have a lot to say, but. <laughs> I mean, you can go off, bro. I, All right, I'll, I'll go. Work, I'll so. go first. I'll, I'll I'll be the listener I know, first. I, I, yeah, I just I just want to hear you get your yeah your yeah, yeah. First I'll, I'll go off. first. I'll, I'll take up a minute at most and sit back for the last ten minutes as you guys go at it. Um, <laughs> right, right, well, well, right. I don't know if Cutter watched. Uh, I watched. Cutter, you like watch? Seventeen minutes of highlights, and that's about it. Okay. Um, Brayden did kind of dominate the possession a bit. They created. Um, better chances, in my opinion. Um, they just couldn't really execute them. Um, but when you have someone like Timo Werner and his pace, you could literally just send him through balls, and it would be a chance every three, four, five minutes. And that's where the penalty came. It came off a. It was a Brighton mistake, I think. And he was there. Um, someone passed him the ball, and he drew the penalty for Jorginho to score the first one. Um, and then as the game went on, I just saw Havertz sending him through balls. It'd be long diagonals. Um, but it was fun. It was fun watching a guy with that pace. But, but it was also fun watching the Brighton right back, Lam- Lamptey, I think his name is. Yeah. He was he was going off. He, I think he came from the Chelsea Academy and he wanted to prove something. He did. Um, he did. But the sec- second Chelsea goal wasn't that Great, it was a deflection, and then but the third one was nice. Reese James, his rocket. No, um, no, and, the, the the second was was the rocket. The third. Oh, okay, was okay, okay. Um, wow, but that 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 was a nice goal to watch. Um, and after that, I it was the same old where Brighton kept tried to attack, and it didn't really work for them. Um, and it was really just a game like that till the end, and that's how that's that's it with me. Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you what my biggest. Oh yeah, better. Yeah, I mean, wow, I also wasn't able to watch the game during the highlights. What I watched, um, Chelsea didn't create very many chances, but they were clinical with their chances. And Brighton missed like four shots in the six-yard box. They just kept whiffing crosses over hmm. and over again, or hitting it wide, or hitting it over. Like I was just like, I don't know what these guys are doing. Um, <laughs> from what I could see, uh, Werner looked pretty decent. Mount looked decent. Reese James looked decent. Keppa had a ball with through his hands. I mean, even on here. Ke- Ke- Keppa's Keppa. <laughs> yeah. So there's a bunch of like little things they have on the who scored. 
uh, website and you can pull up like both teams, all their match ratings and uh, Pep had they, put, they put a little E put next to his name. Next to his name for Aaron Lendigo. <laughs> <laughs> Which proves that it was so bad that he literally has a, a little letter next to his name. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, they're missing a bunch of their players. They lack creativity. Uh, they're missing Pulisic and Zaych, Kovacic a lot. Uh, don't know why they chose to put Loftus-Cheek at striker. Um, don't really understand that one that much. And who did you guys have on the bench? Do you guys not have, not even like a Giroud but, on the bench? Barkley. No, Giroud no, on the bench. We had Giroud. We had Tammy, Barkley. And, um, and they said, let's start Loftus-Cheek at striker instead. Loftus-Cheek wasn't playing striker. He, they were playing a 4-3-3, right? Yeah. He 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 looked he looked like a striker because they had him pushing up very far, but he, he wasn't really playing striker. I mean, he's playing as the highest midfielder. He was kind of playing. He was playing yeah. as Vernon's partner for the most part. Uh, no, I, I I I wouldn't put it like that. But um, well, I mean, let me say let me say Saint Firmino isn't a striker for Liverpool. No, I think I think you're exaggerating it, but um. For me, the biggest takeaway was that Chelsea had all this hype going into the first game. They're, they're, I think we can all agree they were the most hyped team coming into the league in general. And um, I, I, as a Chelsea fan, I, my expectations weren't even that high because I knew that Chilwell, Zayek, Thiago Silva weren't going to play, right? Kovacic, probably that, your most important player in your team. I, I didn't know Pulisic wouldn't play because I don't believe that was in the team news. But he ended up not playing because he wasn't match fit yet. But um, anyway, so my expectations weren't even that high. And what I got was so far under my expectations. It's Again, it's not that important, important because they were missing a lot of players. But let's just talk about what it was. Chelsea played terrible. P- particularly in the first half, Chelsea played terrible. Brighton 100%. had um, yeah, Brighton had um. How much did you say? Brighton had sixty percent possession in the first half, right? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, something crazy. That, like that really think about unacceptable this is. Like, if it was Leeds, maybe you'd understand. But but, like Brighton having sixty percent possession on you, and and I was watching the game. We could we couldn't string five passes together. Like the Chelsea midfield, um, attacking wise was was um that was that was really the key to why they were playing terrible they couldn't advance the ball properly oh, do you know who we had on um, that role for them kovacic yeah kovacic yep it was out yep we had um we had kante Jorginho, and loftus cheek um I, I i i don't i know keppa had the ball go under his hand and, and we all know who keppa is he's <laughs> terrible the worst player in the game was loftus cheek not keppa loftus cheek was so bad. Every time he got the ball, you thought you thought he was gonna lose it. You didn't think he was he was gonna get it to a teammate. Like the, the and by the way, this is this isn't new. Like we, we after the after the Corona break in the in in Project Restart, he actually he actually maybe not this bad, but he looked something close to it. He was very bad after the restart, and I think it was kind of tough. Oh, he's coming off an injury, but I, you can't say that his whole life. Like, obviously, I'm going to give him time, but I'm not a Loftus Cheek fan, and I'm 
pretty sure soon I'm going to be the opposite of a Loftus Cheek yeah, fan. So I'm going to be a hater. Loftus Cheek, <laughs> stats for the game 65% pass accuracy, zero tackles won, 13 duels, <laughs> 23% of duels won, 17% of aerial duels won. My won, lord. Zero block shots, zero interceptions, zero clearances. Uh, he only completed 17 passes. Um, 17? Yep. He had zero crosses. In, had, in 60 minutes. Yep, he had zero shots. Zero successful dribbles. One foul conceded. And two fouls won. He literally did absolutely nothing. He, he didn't he didn't he didn't do nothing. He did less than nothing. He had a negative impact on the team. Yeah. Our, but our our midfield in general, even though Loftus Cheek was the worst of them, our midfield in general couldn't progress the ball to the forwards in the first half. Not that it it improved in the second half, but it it was it was still pretty mediocre yeah, in the yeah. second half. Jorginho reminds Jorginho's like a slightly better uh, Harry Winks. He just passes the ball sideways over and over again. Hmm. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> well, Jorginho is 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 a, is a pretty good pass to the ball. He'll give you he'll give you a nice long ball every now and then. I mean, some people say thinking about Harry Winks, but ninety percent of the time, well, the well, ball I wouldn't is going know. sideways or backwards. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Jorginho. Uh, well, Frank Lampard doesn't doesn't rate Jorginho, so that's nice because because Gil- Gilmore's out for a few months, but it, it's clear now that he rates um Gilmore over Jorginho, and I think Conte is who's going to start in that role. But um, one of the the big talking point that most people were talking about after the game was that Havertz didn't play well. Obviously, he's the ninety dollar man, well, not dollar, but you know what I mean, and um. But don't I don't, don't worry, Johnny. I don't we, will, we will link his fantastic pass in the description. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we will. No, we will not. No, we, we will not. Will. But um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, man! Yeah. Man, turned just kicked it out of bounds. A fifty-yard pass. He a fifty-yard pass to the linesman. Yeah, it literally went straight to the linesman. I think he actually passed it to the linesman. That's what it looked yeah, like. That, that was like that. Uh, that was like that pass from from Jason Tatum to Nick Nurse. You remember that one? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, bro. That, yeah, that yeah. actually wasn't Tatum's fault. That was because of the nurse. The Havertz one was just kind of. I don't know what Havertz was doing. <laughs> I can't believe. Yeah, I, can't, but, um, I still can't believe not, that worked from Nick Nurse, bro. That was so funny. For that. that was. So <laughs> the thing yeah. is, Havertz um, Loki had another pass like that, but you guys didn't notice, so uh, we wouldn't have to point it out. But um. <laughs> But, but in general, I don't have much to say about Havertz because he he wasn't really getting um he wasn't really getting opportunities anyway. Like I, I blame the, the Chelsea midfield. Um, Werner was the bright spot. With Joey touched on it. Um, it, it he he Joey's Joey's take was great. Werner was um it, it's interesting because he didn't score and he didn't even really get that good a chance. But the runs that he was making was just it was opening up opportunities for others and it would it was just the perfect runs like he was running in in the perfect channels to receive the ball and, and get a one-on-one that, that happened that happened so many times and guess what he never got the proper ball once because that's how chelsea was playing that game there was there was one particular opportunity where it was right for him to get the ball and and and, and left his cheek Passed it straight into the defender. The defender wasn't even defending it that well. Yes, he passed it straight yes, into the defender, rather and, and than sending a proper through ball. Was was that the one where Havert sent the first ball to Werner? Or no, no, no. There was one where Havert. No. It was like no, no, a, no. There was a huge one for Havertz to make. 
perfect average passer week or something, right? His his you know it wasn't it wasn't weak. Werner was running on the left, and Havers passed it on the right. I I, I think yes, yes, he yes. was cross-eyed this game. Like, but, um, <laughs> so, one other thing, I just want. Wait, wait, but there was there was one more. Okay, you finish. And then there was another one with with Barkley where he ended up passing it to, him, but he passed it to him so late. Which, by the way, that's Ross Barkley's signature move. In case you don't know, is holding onto the ball for ten seconds, <laughs> looking around. And then finally passing the ball. Bro, that's how it Spurs looked. <laughs> Bro, oh my god, dude. Spurs, if Spurs if entire team played like Ross Barkley, then yes, I, I was feel bad like, for you watching that game. Other than Outer World. Outer World was playing some good balls. You Like you said, yeah. our best creative player. He was our best. He was the most creative player in that game. Most creative. Him and Sam. Yeah. Yeah, Outer, Outer World yeah you, you, you were going to make a point? Uh, yeah, so... Um, you're saying Conte should be starting. I want to look at the stats for the game. He three tackles, five duels, and he had six interceptions. So he was winning the ball back a lot. Yeah, which is what he does. That's yeah. But I feel like he's, there's been a lot of talk he's, about him not being the player that he used to be. But I mean, six interceptions in one game. I think that's the most I've seen out of every player. No, but the thing game. is, he no he, he, in the position that he's been playing. He's been playing the position for for. This would be his third year now if he continues, which I don't think he will, and I hope he won't, because he needs to play the six where they had Jorginho. That that's the best thing for for our defense is to have him there, and it showed after the. No, it, no, it didn't show, but he he needs to be in the six, right? Because yeah. he's a he's a defensive midfielder. Yeah, we all know yeah, it. Yeah, but he, he's been playing in the eight since Sari came, and and people have said that he slowed down. He didn't he didn't slow down, at all. He's the same Conte. He's just as elite, best in the world at what he does. However, however, because of the position that he's in, it's not as um, it's not as important. You, you you know what I mean? Like like when teams are attacking, the fact that that Jorginho is in is in the position that he's in that 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 leaves Chelsea um, vulnerable in in that area in, in front of the defense. So so Conte is still doing his thing defensively. It's it's just that. Um, the fact that he's not playing the six, Chelsea are still vulnerable. Yeah. So so Conte, um, he, he hasn't really, he hasn't actually like, well, he's okay. and another reason people would say that he's dropped off is because he's in attacking positions a lot more than he used to be, and and he's which he's actually not bad at, but he's not like he's he's nowhere near he's as good. Yeah, he's, not, he's nowhere he's near as good as attacking be, as he is at defending. He's not supposed to play the role of a Kovacic and bring the ball up the field and play the play the. Yeah, he's not. Ball. Again, he's he's actually not bad. Like even his, even at the eight, he's yeah. he's quite good. His role but he's not one of the best in the world. Not from midfield to attacking. Exactly, exactly, and um, and ho- hopefully they'll uh, get that right. Um, of course we have to talk about Brighton too. Where Chelsea was bad, Brighton was good because yeah. because you know it wasn't like Spurs Everton where as you guys describe it, both teams were were pretty stagnant and passing it horizontally. In this game, Ch- Chelsea um Chelsea were playing bad and and, and couldn't keep the ball. Brighton w- were saying chances, okay, and just missing. Yeah, Brighton 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 were saying okay, we don't care who you are. If you guys are gonna p- play bad, we're gonna keep the ball. We're gonna create chances for ourselves. And and overall, this was a good. If you're a Brighton fan, this was a good. Um, even though you ended up losing three one, it, it was a good start. And um, the the bright spot, uh, yeah. They, I mean, they missed chances, which is you, you have to put some of those away if you if you want to win games. 
But um, and they, and Trossard did put one of them away with, with a good strike. But yeah. uh, we, we, we touched a little bit on it. The the bright spot was was Lancy. He um. Not only did he come out of the Chelsea academy, he played a few games, or, or no, no, he played at least one game for the first team last year. And what we saw yesterday is exactly how he looked in that game. It was against Arsenal, and, and he he looked brilliant. I was like, oh, who, who is this guy? I know we have uh-huh. Reese and Aspie, but but Aspie's getting older. I was like, oh, this, like to me, he, he he. I think, well, I, I've only seen him two games, but from what I've seen, there was a lot of talk about Reese James in this game, but. When I see Lamptey, I, I, honestly, I feel like he's better than Reese James. Like he's he's a special player. Yeah, and no, he's I, not vulnerable. He's not vulnerable on the defensive end either. And, and then and then going forward, he, he he's he just has like a like a bright young mind. He he knows he knows how to look for the right man. He's he's energetic. Um, I mean, obviously, Reese Reese has his strengths too. Reese is an excellent cross over the ball, but I would have liked to have seen us keep. Um, keep Lamptey. I agree with you. Lamptey is, is has shown yesterday, and you said he's shown against that game that he played against Arsenal for you guys, yeah. that he should have stayed at Chelsea and fought for that right-back spot. It even looks mm-hmm. like Aspie's sort of out of the equation now. Where or, is he fighting an injury right now? Well, yeah, that, that's an injury thing. Um, okay. At, at, at the end of last season, we, we were still playing Aspilicueta. Okay. But in but that's game... a that's a competitive um that's a competitive position. It could go either way because they're both they're both good players, Asp and, and James. Yeah, and that's a that's a position for a game against Brighton. You would most likely see a a James or a Lamptey sort of player there, right? Um, wait, I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? In, in a game against Brighton, would you rather see a Lamptey James or Aspie there? Uh, well, definitely a lengthy James. Well, actually, well, Aspie is pretty good going forward too. He had a, he had um, he had like five he, assists last Aspie's year. Aspie's more of a he underlapped. He's not really much of an overlapping player. Which with yeah, his, with your but, current but, um, team, uh, he's need, he he won't be able to play very well because he's playing with in uh inside wingers like Zaitch, Pulisic, Havertz, yeah. Mason Mount. These are all players that are going to cut in. They're not going to take the line. So Aspie would not work out. The reason he was good because William was more of a more of a winger. He's not really of an outside forward or inside winger. So his mm. uh, interior runs were a lot better. But he can't really play within this system. Why? Because uh, he doesn't have the speed. He, well, th- the runs he makes, as I said, they're underlapping runs. So he comes inside. He doesn't go outside. Most of his assists are from the yeah. top of the box. Like in like a, a CDM type of role, like in that type of positioning, where you'd see uh, your Kovacic sitting in, like that, just outside the box, whipping it in. Whereas a Reese James or a Trent, you'd see their crosses from uh, yeah. in between the 18 and the touchline, in that type of area, putting that outward swing in crosses. Yeah, no, a couple years back, didn't Aspi and Morata have some special connection? Uh-huh. Yes, yes. I remember that. Until until Morata jumped off a cliff, but yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I don't think that I I think you you make a good point, but I don't think that means Aspi wouldn't be able to play there. I just think th- that's why Reese James would probably be better suited for the role. Like like Aspi he'd still do well, 
Um, mm-hmm. he can make he can make overlapping runs even if it's not his style. But the thing is, Reese James, that's that's perfect for him, especially since he he's actually an under. Well, I don't want to say underrated because I don't think I guess it's underrated because no one really talks about it. But Reese James is an excellent crosser as well. Like he's a top crosser in the league. No. Okay. So that could be something. So that could be something to see uh, uh, the the Zayac, um James connection. We, we we didn't really talk too much about the about the goals, but that's because there's there's not that much to talk we about. We didn't need to talk about a, the goals. Yeah, um, it was a sloppy pen um, on 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 Brighton's behalf. Georgino slotted it away. Yeah, you, you had the James banger, and then you had a, a deflection goal from Zuma. Exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. Brighton, so I thought Brighton, so it's well played. They built that goal from scratch. Yeah. So um, go- going forward, I think we didn't we didn't learn much about Chelsea. If they look like this next week, if they bring in some of the players next week and they look similar, that would be that would be a really bad omen because we talked about it in previous shows how it might take time for them to adjust. And um, the the thing is, like, they um, like they weren't just bad. They were they were they were lifeless. Like even the, the second unit shouldn't be this lifeless, you know. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. But, but anyway, we can uh, go ahead and end the show if you guys don't have uh, anything else to. to... I, I think we're good for this weekend. Or yeah, weekend, um, weekend. we'll probably have some see. predictions for next weekend. And so okay. we'll talk about yeah. the season over next the upcoming season overall on probably Thursday, right? Uh, for. yeah, Thursday, Thursday or Friday for sure. Yeah, um, I don't. Are there games on Friday? I don't think there's any games Friday. No, there's Europa, no, there's, 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 Europa there's, League, there's no games for Europa Friday. League, Europa League's Thursday. Yeah. yeah, I have a test while they play. I'm pissed. Oh, you guys play Europa League? Yeah, we uh, play. At, we play this, at twelve. Yeah. Is it round of thirty-two it, or is it like? No, qualifying? no, no. It's it's qualifying because Arsenal won the FA Cup, um, and that pushed us to the qualifying rounds. Yeah. And we are playing, like we're playing late in Orient in the Carabao Cup next Tuesday, so a week from today. Yeah, all the top teams are playing Carabao next week, and the lo- the lower teams are, are playing it on this week. Anyway. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to episode three of the Bend It Like Bentner podcast. Like we said, we'll see you next time, probably Thursday or Friday. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Bend It Like Bentner and on Twitter at Bend It Like Bend One. Thank you. Peace.